Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode. My name is Cameron. And I'm Dean, and this is the Collective Efforts Podcast, where gentlemen collectively discuss common experiences while continually trying to improve and build one another. Uh, before we get into today's topic, we got to give a few brief shout outs. The first shout out goes to our and uh, artist named Justin. Uh, he's the one who made the sick graphic as you guys pulled into our podcast. Guys, that graphic took a lot of time and dedication. And so we're going to leave uh, his tags linked in the description below. Um, he also has a clothing brand named Yonders. We're going to leave that link in the description below as well. So shout out to Justin. We appreciate you, my guy, always. Uh, the second shout out goes to an artist named 30 Ways. He was the guy who you heard on the intro song as you pulled up in here playing Same Young G. Uh, Cam, I'm not sure how many times we've listened to that song over the past, what, two, two and a half weeks, but that's literally all. Yeah, that's all we've been listening to. And so uh, shout out to 30 Ways. And uh, with that being said, I think the listeners want to know a little bit more about why we're starting this podcast. So I'm going to facilitate it over to my brother, Cam. Yeah, man. So basically, you know, our reasoning behind starting this podcast and collectively doing this together was, you know, for the generation that's coming up behind us, right? And the generation that's coming up behind them, right? You know, we, you know, through the world of social media, you know, it's, it's easy to be misled, you know, you know, led astray, you know. So that's basically our reasoning is, is the younger generation that's coming up behind us. And why would you say we have authority to speak on those matters? Through experiences, bro, you know, through experiences, bro, you know. Backstory for me and my brother Dean, we wasn't really um raised in, and so to say good environments, right? You know, we went through a lot of stuff in our adolescence when we was adolescents and um you know through 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 the trials and tribulations, man, we came out with a lot of wisdom, you know, based off the experiences that we did go through. So that's why I feel like we have the authority, you know, to lead the next generation in the right way, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, and so with that being said, uh, I think our listeners want to know a little bit about where we're from. And so I'll go first. Uh, I was born in New Jersey. Shout out to my Jersey folks. Um, I've kind of lived everywhere, though. When I was about five or six, moved down to South Florida, lived in Fort Lauderdale area for about seven years. From that point, I moved back up to Jersey, got locked back in with my Jersey homies. And from that point, uh, I moved down to Texas and I've been locked in with my Houston family, my Houston brothers, brothers like Cam. And from that point, it's, it's just been fun ever since. 
Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, man. Shout out to my boy, Dean. You know, like recently stated at the beginning of the episode, my name is Cameron. You know, I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised here. You know, I'm from the north side of the city. And, uh, man, I'm actually I'm actually living out here in Virginia right now. You know, I'm in the Army, so I'm stationed out here. And, um, yeah, man, we just – I think I think this is the best time to hop right into the episode, Dean. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, we wanted to come out first with Thanksgiving's coming up. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And so we wanted to create a Thanksgiving episode of things that we're thankful about, maybe give you guys a little bit of a chance to – know a little bit more of our background and so uh cam if you had to say what are some things that you know maybe our listeners we can all be collectively thankful for what are some things that that you believe that we as a group could be collectively thankful for um bro i think it's the simple things in life right? i think it's the simple things in life that people you know look over all the time right you know, whether that's having a roof over your head, you know, food to eat at night, you know, people, you know, family and friends to talk to when you're going through hard times in your life, bro. You know, it's the simple things, bro. What What about you, Dean? What would you say to things? You know, things. Yeah. You- I mean, honestly, I'm right on the same track that you're on. Um, I would say some of the things that we often take for granted is like a roof over our head, right? Um, I know that's something that I over my the past courses of my life would often take for granted. I would take for granted the food I would eat, you know, no matter, you know, how often I might have eaten it. <laughs> but I mean it's at the end of the day it was still and so um yeah I just think you know just the thing just the little things every single day, right? Bro, I Waking got a question, up Dean. My bad. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to no cut worries. you off, bro. But when you say a roof over your head, right? Mm-hmm. So when you when you say a roof over your head, bro, are you saying in a sense of like what kind of roof is over your head, right? Because I grew up in apartments, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. I grew up in apartments, and some people lived in like big houses, right? Right. I didn't. I didn't like telling people where I lived because it was in an apartment. Right. I didn't like that, bro. Yeah, I would say at the end of the day, because I look at it from like, a, you know, people who are living like third world countries. Right. To where they're using like mud as a as a roof to go to see. There are some people over in Indonesia. That's the case for them. You know, so I compare their lives with mine. I compare if if I have a solid roof, no matter. Um, and this is subjective because I know there are some really rough neighborhoods out there but um i would say for for me in particular i I would um i would say just anything with a roof you know sometimes you know if you compare it to other people's situations i mean some people have to sleep in a car to go to bed right i don't have a situation like that and i imagine um you know most of our listeners don't have a situation like that so i think that's something we could we can be thankful for Bro, I'm happy you said that most of our listeners don't have a situation like that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible It's possible that they can, but it's very unlikely, right? Because how mm-hmm. do you listen to this, right? On Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, right? So you have to have some type of electronic device to right. be able to listen to this podcast. 
So that's something to be thankful for in itself, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, bro. But I have a question for you, Dean, bro. What's up? You know, since we talking about, you know, being thankful, bro. Who who in your life are you more who in your life are you most thankful for? Mm. That's a great question. Um, I would say I'm most thankful in my life for my mom. Um, she's instilled so many things, her and my father, but in particular my mom. For one, she's instilled, you know, the faith that I have currently inside of me. She was the one, her and my father both from young, you know, they they've taught me. Um I'm a Christian. And so they've, you know, led me in a way of um, you know, teaching me morally right things. Um, but my mom in particular, she, I mean, she's honestly like one of my best friends because, you know, we all have those moments where, um, you know, it goes on behind closed doors and you don't want people knowing about, you know, what's going on in that moment. My mom has been there for me and I would say probably about 85, maybe 90% of those moments, uh, you know, it's just a support system, you know, and, uh, you know, that it was just, my mom has been such a treasure and so valuable in my life and other people's lives as well. And so, uh, yeah, if, if you if you have a, a loving mother, always just remember you only get, uh, you only get one of them. You only get one of them. And so, but, uh, but yeah, Cam, if, if you had to be thankful for somebody in your life um, who's made a, a tremendous impact uh who would you say that person would be and why did they make such an impact my ain't Sherelle, bro yeah, shout, out my ain't Sherelle. Ain't Sherelle. shout out to my auntie man shout out to my auntie but um you know through like you know through thick and thin right you know I, I didn't grow up with a father right i know my father you know he wasn't that physically and he wasn't that mentally for me, right? And um, and this this not to out my mom, right? But I I lost my mom mentally and physically at a young age, right? Around third grade. And um, me and my brothers was like going through some real, real tough situations for a few years. And um my auntie was always there, bro. It was always there for me, bro. If I needed somewhere to stay, my auntie was there, bro. If I needed something to eat. My auntie was there. It could have it could have been a ham and cheese sandwich, bro. You know what I'm saying? It could have been noodles. Nine times out of ten, it was probably noodles, right? But I was mm -hmm. always fed, bro. Mm -hmm. I always had a roof over my head because of my auntie, bro. When times was tough, I can always call on my auntie. Matter of fact, when times are tough now, right? As a grown man, I can mm -hmm. still call on my auntie if I need somebody to talk to, bro. Yeah. Always been there for me. Right. I ain't never had to question my auntie loyalty, bro. Never. Do you feel like that's something that you know we often take for granted is is family? Yeah, bro. Absolutely. You know what, bro? As soon as I got in the army, right? Me and my brothers used to always go at it, bro. Me, Kevin, Kim used to always go at it, bro. I mm -hmm. love them. I love them. I love them boys to death, right? But um, yeah. it was when I joined the army and I left, bro. And they wasn't there. I was like, "This is crazy," because you get so used to them, bro. And you and like, 
when they're there, bro. It's like the it's like the saying, bro. Like if if um one of your parents was to pass, right, and y'all left out on bad terms, bro, you can never go back and fix that. You can never go back and fix that, bro. So that and that's something else I actually was gonna say too is like just life in general, right? Just being thankful for the day, thankful you have opportunities, right? That you still mm -hmm. say you have a impaired relationship. You know, you still have time to go back and fix that. Would you agree that that's something to be extra thankful for? That you still have time here on this earth to absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Like, cause like I said, bro, some people don't get that chance, right? Some people don't have that chance, bro. You know, whoever they had a problem with, whether it's their mom, dad, uncle, cousin, aunt, grandma, grandpa, whatever it is, bro. The day they, the day that they um they resting, bro, and they lay their head, you That's can't it. go back and fix nothing, bro. It's over. That's it. You know, it's, it's very it. important to um, you know, fix you know mend those relationships while you can. It might not ever be what it used to be, but it can mm -hmm. still be something. Right. Right. Cam, I got a question for you, bro. How's your health? Bro, my health is great, bro. You know that's one thing I I've always I've always been blessed with good health. Bro. I never really been injured, besides in Korea when I got kicked by a horse. But that's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story, bro. Y'all gonna find out that story one day. <laughs> yeah, bro. Not not on this episode, but one one episode, man. But yeah, my right. health is great, bro. My health is great. That's good. That's good. Is, is do you think something we often take for granted is like access to healthcare? Not even. Like it doesn't even have to be necessarily good care, right? But just access to care in general. Is that something that we often take for granted? Yeah, bro. Healthcare is important. Cause that See, shit is expensive. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm right with you on that though. I'm right with you on that. I just um I think it's crazy. That's something I'm personally thankful for. Uh I have a medical history for those who uh who don't know. And um, that's one of the biggest things I'm thankful for. I'm, I'm thankful for uh, any doctors I talk to, um, any medication who that that actually helped my situation and circumstance. Who whoever developed those medications, uh, you know, I'm just I'm I'm thankful. And, you know, we're, we're the you know we're based out of Houston, um, and Houston is is probably what the number one medical center in the world. I think it was said. There's it's, so it's many, up there, bro. It's it's very it's very up there, close to the top, and so that's a that's a big thing. Um, that's a big thing I'm thankful for. Is it's just you know access to, to quality healthcare. Um, and let me ask you something, Cam. Do you have something uh that has four wheels and and drives? 2014 Mustangs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. And so, is that something we also take for granted too? Access to transportation. You know, bro. I don't think it's the access to transportation that we take for granted, bro. I think it's right. the, I think it's our um the thing that we use for transportation, bro. I think that's what right. it is. Our mode you know, of transportation. Our mode, bro, because. You can you can have a two thousand one Honda Civic, right? Mm -hmm. 
and you and you'll you'll take it for granted because somebody else driving in like a 2021 Mercedes Benz or something, right? Yeah. They both do the same thing, bro. It gets you from point A to point B and back to point A. That's all you need, right? That's, That's it. all you need. As long as it has four wheels and drives at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Cause, and I know me and Cam, we're not financial experts, right? But we've read, we've written a, a lot of books over financial literacy. One of the things that we both agree on is that cars depreciate very quickly. As soon as you pull that joint off the lot, that joint depreciates in value. And so that's why we, we you know, that's why we say things like, you know, if it has four wheels and drives, that, that's all that really matters. You know, if you're going to purchase something like that really looks good, I say wait till you really make your money and can buy it twice. Wouldn't you agree, Cam? Buy it 10 times. Buy it 10 times. <laughs> you can buy it twice and then mug have some, something go wrong with it. All your money gone. All of it. All your well, money. Don't let it be a form. Bro, you... Don't let it be a form. But you brought up a you brought up a good um a good example, bro. We're able to read it with understanding, right? Say it one more time. I said we're able to read with understanding, right? Mm-hmm. We can read a financial book based on financial literate fi financial literacy and understand it, right? Yes. There's some people in the world that can't, bro. Yeah. You see, you, you see where I'm going? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred and ten percent. You know, if anything, you know, rich dad, poor dad—that's a book we both read, right? Financial literacy, just understanding um, assets versus liabilities, right? And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's something that you know we often take for granted. It's just. Um, you know, just not realizing that a lot of things are liability and being, even with those liabilities, though, still being thankful for it, though. You know, being thankful for the cars that our original topic was. Now, see, me and Cam's conversation, guys, I'm sorry to break this to y'all, but our conversations kind of drift. They drift mm -hmm. pretty frequently. And so, um, yeah. But um, let me ask you, I got a question for you, Cam. Um, are you thankful for any of the altercations that you've gotten yourself into and why explain altercations bro fights quarrel like just get into any uh you know quarrels verbally physically are you thankful for it yeah i don't have no regrets in my life bro i've it's well it's well known that i've been in fights you know and um honestly bro after after i get into fights i actually feel bad you know i don't think it's i don't think you get get nothing out of beating somebody up bro but um i'm, I'm thankful for the situation bro because i mean like I'm just thankful for the situations, bro. I don't really have no explanation of why I'm thankful for those situations. You know? Did you learn anything from them? Did it teach you? Fighting ain't worth it. Yeah. Fighting That's the overarching thing, huh? That mug got me a assault ticket in sixth grade, right? Assault mm -hmm. ticket in sixth grade. 
Um, it's off my record now because it got expunged after I did community service for a hundred hours, bro, at Petco. I had to go to anger management classes, even though I was I had no anger management problems. It really wasn't my fault, but that's another that's another story, another discussion. But um, but it kind of just took you into all those other areas because of maybe one or two things, one or two altercations. Yeah, bro. One altercation. Mm. That's all that one took. Got into a fight at the bus stop and ended up doing 100 hours of community service, bro. At Petco. Picking up dog crap. Ooh. Yeah, so if you had... Man, that's a tough one. 100 hours of community service. Um, Man, so how, how would you... If you could tell somebody who's younger than you, like to be thankful of what they had before getting into that situation. What would you tell them to like look at and really kind of like hold on to? Cause you know, a lot of young people, they really, they have, depends on where you, you're from, right? Some people are wherever, whatever their faith is, they've grown in their faith. And so they're able to be like, okay, they're able to look at it and say, that's not a good decision. What is something collectively, um, let's say we as young men and particularly young, young black men, can do to try to avoid more altercations collectively. Collectively, Man, yeah. It's honestly, it's I don't want to say it's hard to um, avoid altercations, but what you got to do is hard. It's simple, but it's hard. You know why you in the heat of the moment, bro? All you got to do is stop and think: Is this shit worth it? What What am I gonna get out of this? Right. What am I gonna get out of this? Yeah. You can be like me. You're gonna have some community service, you're gonna have some court fees, and you're gonna have an anger management class when you're probably not even angry. Somebody just I take that back. Nobody can't drive you to do anything. You know, you make the decisions on your own. That's an important lesson in life. You make the decisions yeah. on your own. Yeah. No court is trying to hear anything about somebody made you do something. It ain't even gonna work like that. It's not mm-hmm. gonna work like that. Uh-huh. You know, bro, I sit here, bro, and, I, and I'm thinking about one time in particular, bro, when I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade, bro, I remember um, hearing hearing somebody, I'm not going to say no names, I remember hearing somebody complaining about, you know, what they ate at night, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, I was getting mad, bro, because it was times I ain't eat, bro. Really, bro, tell you the truth, most of, most of my meals came from school, right? You know, breakfast mm-hmm. and lunch. Bro, if I ate dinner, bro, it's probably like once or twice a week. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Not by choice, bro. Like I said, it was just we 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 had enough money to to um to have dinner, bro. It's just the way that we was living. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but I'm like, and she over here complaining about what she ate. I'm like, damn, I wish I would have had that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I sound good, bro. I sound good. If yeah, I'm you see, hungry. Yeah, for real, for real. And, um, you know, just to touch back on that situation earlier where I was going with that altercation situation, I wanted to bring up a point as well. Um, and Cam knows the situation. There was a time where, uh, you know, I actually got I got a gun pulled out on me, unfortunately, and uh, hot-headed situation, fiery situation. And, um, you know, I was just wild and acting out like, like, a, like a stupid young person, right? Crazy. Crash dummy, like a crash dummy, exactly. And, uh, you know, 
it took my mom, right, coming in and telling me, like, yo, you were out of pocket for that situation because not only could you have gotten killed, I could could have gotten the people around me killed. And so that was something I had to be thankful for, like, even in that situation. Sometimes you got to be thankful nothing happens out of the situations that you're in, you know, because I feel like situations go south real quick, you know, and a lot of times, especially as you're young, you don't really think about that, right? You don't. That's the last so, thing on your mind. Yeah, I, I, and I would, I would, I would agree with that just because. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just we take things for granted, bro. We really take things for granted. Um, then when when you moved to Houston, um, where are you living when you first moved here? When I first moved to Houston for about a year and a half. I was staying down in Third Ward area. Um, south side of Houston. South side of Houston, overall off Yellowstone. I stayed right in those Yellowstone apartments. Pretty rough environment, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest of neighborhoods. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I stayed down in, in Third Ward and uh, I went to Cullen Middle School. My sister went to, to Jack Gates. And, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, from that point, I mean, I was, I'm thankful to be able, here's something I can be thankful for. I'm thankful to be able to get out that situation because I don't think, um, it, of course there's certain parts of third ward that are good over by U of H, right? I wasn't living in that part. Um, and so that's some, another thing I could be thankful for is, is getting out of situations and neighborhoods like that right um i agree bro yeah so so tell me about um tell me about uh the area of houston that that you grew up in cam what what part of the north side would you say you stayed at so i was originally born in inwood right that's on the northwest side but so I was born in Inwood, but I ain't lived that too long. But I only lived that for a few weeks. Then my 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 granny passed. Then we moved to Homestead, stayed out there on Homestead, and uh, Cynicwood on Breshaw till I was like four years old. Then we moved to um, Greenspoint. I don't remember the apartments, right? I don't remember mm-hmm. the name of it. But then we moved like right down the street from Greenspoint to Cranbrook, fourteen thousand Ella Boulevard, bro. Timbers to Cranbrook's apartment, bro. Crazy situation, bro. Crazy situation, bro. And um, so my mama had actually met this dude that we used to call Mr. Don, right? He caused a lot of problems in my life, to say the least. But the one thing he did, bro, he took us out the hood, bro. And um, I'm going to be 100 with you, Dean. Well, Dean already noticed. I'm, I'm going to tell the audience the dead truth. I probably wouldn't be here if I stayed in that environment, you know, based off the way that I conducted myself when I was younger. I probably wouldn't be here. I know this cliche to say, but I probably would have been in, I probably would have been dead or in jail. Like dead true, bro. Based off the way I was moving. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that was a blessing in disguise, man. Say it one more time. I said that was definitely a blessing in disguise. 
blessing in disguise, bro. And uh, even even though that situation, you know, certain parts of that situation were unfortunate, you know, I, would you say you're still overall thankful for the fact that you at least got out the hood, that that man was able to take you out of the hood? I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm thankful for that situation happened. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful that situation happened because we wouldn't be able to be on this platform right now, you know, sharing yeah. experiences to help the next generation. Facts. You know, I wouldn't Facts. have the wisdom and I, would, I wouldn't even have the character I have right now if that situation never happened. That's facts. You know? It, I mean, it, it was rough, bro. It was a rough situation, but I made it out, you know? Yeah. I made yeah. it out, bro. God's grace, man. God's grace. Cam, I want to ask you uh, a question, right? Are you thankful for social media? Certain aspects. Not the full thing. I'm thankful that we can easily network with people. You know, it's it's, it's way easier to reach out to somebody, you know, via social media than it is to send a down mail, you know, send a mail, uh, send a letter in a mail, you know. But, yeah, I, certain aspects. I'm not thankful for everything. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah. I'm not thankful for everything, bro. Yeah. I, I would say, what are you going to say? Well, nah, go ahead, bro. No, I was going to say, I would say I'm I'm the same exact way. Uh, I would just say it's like, for me personally, it's just depending on how I use it. If I'm using it just to, to scroll all day, sometimes I can fall back into the habit. But if I'm using it to scroll all day, then nah, it's, 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 uh, I'm not thankful for it because then it's just, it's taken away from real life. But if I'm using it, like you're talking about, uh, you know, in a way to communicate business partner, something business wise, then, yeah, I love social media because I mean it's 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 the simplest form of communication, you know. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the next generation reacts to it if they're thankful for it, or if they more so are like, man, why did why did the people before us think it was a good idea? You know, you know, bro, that's a that's a good question because we wasn't born into social media. It's something that happened as we was growing up, right? Right. It's pretty prevalent in today's world because now things is really different, bro. You know, it'd be mm -hmm. like it'd be like people be like, um, babies be like three years old and they know how to use social media, right? I'm like, yo. They on YouTube typing in their favorite shows, you know. They can send messages, they can FaceTime people. I couldn't mm -hmm. do none of that shit when I was a baby, bro. I was trying mm -hmm. to go outside and get into some mess yeah that's it but that's the, that's another thing too it's like the time that that we've grown up and that people like in our age group have grown up it's like it's kind of a weird time because like we kind of saw both aspects of we were part of that generation where we went outside you know where we were able to experience things but it's like somewhere in between our lives it's like then technology took over you know and now we all yeah. about social media right i think I think for us, bro, it took over when we was going, when we was transitioning from from fifth to sixth grade. Right. Because they already had MySpace and Twitter, right? But mm -hmm. we wasn't really on it. That was like the biggest platform at the time was MySpace, MySpace and Twitter, right? And then mm -hmm. like Facebook was a thing, but it wasn't as big, you know? Right. It was from fifth right. grade to sixth grade when I made that transition to get it on Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I think you know what uh, else, bro. What? That I'm not thankful about about social media, bro. Is it's not real life, right? Mm-hmm. People um consider the amount of likes to be like um what I'm trying to say, bro. Like I guess like the mo the more likes you have is really like how popular you are in a sense. It's Somewhat like, validation. Validation. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Validation, bro. And it's false. Mm-hmm. It's false. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social media I mean, is not real life, bro. Yeah. And it, the sad thing is, bro, like, this is why I hope for the next generation. I hope they don't. But, you know, honestly, we're seeing it now with our generation. They're growing up and they're literally believing, like, this is, if I don't get enough likes, that must mean I'm ugly. That must mean. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not I'm doing not something right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not important. And, uh, you know, I still question, I, you know, I'm like, man, how is that? I just wonder how the effects, the long-term effects are going to be, you know, um, because it's, social media is something we most definitely, I, I think all of us can be thankful for. Like you said, it's the simplest form of communication. But when it comes to, like, you know what you're using that communication for and of course it varies with everyone um i just wonder what certain long-term effects are going to be so but you know something else i feel like we we often take for granted bro while we're on this topic of social media pivoting now mm-hmm. we could take for granted nature as well in a sense of um Going outside, like you said, right? You grew up with a generation. I was trying to get outside, right? Get in trouble. Get in trouble, right? But yeah. now it's like maybe not even more so getting in trouble. Maybe it's just going out and watching the sunset. Maybe it's going out if you live close to a beach, going out and taking a walk by the beach. Or maybe if you don't even live by a beach, maybe it's just going out and taking a walk. That's something we could be thankful for, right? Cause I'm gonna be you. honest, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like there was a time not too long ago where um, I was in a hospital for a long time, and um, yeah, I mean, during all during that time during the hospital, it's like whenever you're crowded in a space for a long period of time like that, you can't wait to get out. You can't wait to see the outside again. You can't wait to see other individuals' faces, and so it was during that time where I was like. You know, especially as I got out from the hospital, I was like, I got to get more in touch with just nature, you know, just the outside. I got to appreciate more of these things while we have our five senses, you know, because that's another thing. What's up? Correct me if I'm wrong, bro, but you was in the hospital during COVID, right? It's in the hospital during COVID. No visitors, right? Only one? Yeah, only one visitor, man. Only one visitor at a time. And um, <clears throat> that was that was the hardest thing, bro, because, I mean, I, I had gotten surgery done. And, uh, man, they wouldn't even allow – the morning I got my – after my surgery, they wouldn't even allow my mom to come in and see me. And so I had to go through um The one person that, that you're most thankful for. The one person I was most thankful for, I, I couldn't even see her in the morning. And at night, I couldn't even see her at night either. They, they would kick her out. 
So, um, yeah, that was that was most definitely a, a tough time for me. But I mean, it, it's experiences like that that um, you know that's that's made me into you know the person I'm continuing to be. And so uh, I, I'm I'm thankful for that situation. You know, um, even even though it was challenging, you know, uh, I'm still thankful thankful for it. Um, what you learn from that situation, bro? Cause that that leaded into my next question, but you already answered it. I was gonna ask, what was the um, what challenges have you been faced with, and what did you learn from them? Uh, well, yeah, that was that was most definitely the biggest challenge of 2020. And from that situation, I really learned that, you know, as I said stated earlier, I'm a Christian. So at the end of the day, it's really nothing but you and and, and God at the end of the day bro because that's that's really the only person i had to lean on the nurses here's something else too a lot of people it's, it's kind of like a neighborhood effect but everybody in the room was wearing masks you can't even see anybody's faces you can't see their expressions you can't see their smiles you can't even hear them clearly and so um yeah from that it just it told me it's like man you you really got to have a solid foundation and a solid relationship with uh, with the Lord. Um, that's what I learned from it. Now, uh, you know, other people might take away things different, but uh, yeah, that that was what I what I learned from it because it was it was a, a lonely time. It was a lonely time. I'm gonna get off topic for a quick second, bro. I'm sorry, audience. I'm, I got to get off topic for a quick second, right? So. No or you say something about people wearing face masks. Or I got a question, right? I got this uh -huh. weird, like, this weird, this weird idea, right? Do you think masks has caused um, a lack in confidence? And the reason I ask that is, right, I think about the people that's not confident with, you know, who they are and what they look like, right? Mm -hmm. It's easy to cover it up with a mask, right? Because the only thing you see is their eyes, so you don't know what they look like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, a, that's I, actually... Am I thinking too deep? No, that's actually an intriguing question. That's actually an intriguing question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Me, personally, that, that might be a better question for the audience. So, audience members, you, you let us know what you think. Listeners, let us know what you think. Um, me, personally, sometimes I throw the mask on whenever I'm out here looking ratchet. I gotta be 100% real. Nah, for real. When your face My beard right. not... Bro, my, my beard's not right. That mask is coming on. You know, I do the same thing to let the audience know, man. I have um, I don't have acne as bad as I used to, but I still have a little bit of acne, right? I ain't gonna lie, bro. If I, if I got a pimple, mask on. Don't nobody question it either. Say what time? I said, don't nobody question it either. Hey, nobody asks any questions. That boy just trying to be protected. That's what they think. That's it. That's it. That's what they think yeah but man just trying to do my part for sure bro but let's let's wind back bro I'm, I'm gonna answer the question that i asked you bro so for sure for sure um you know throughout life bro i had a lot of challenges bro but i think the biggest challenge for me bro is um bro this this actually started fifth grade bro where in school bro i started wearing the same clothes every day right and i mean same clothes bro Nigga, socks pants you know shirts 
you know, this might be too much information, but even underwear, bro, because that's just a situation that we was in, right? But I remember going to school with um fifth grade, bro. And in fifth grade at the time, I actually just moved to Humble, bro. Yeah. So I came from, um, like I said, the north side of Houston to Humble. That's two different environments, bro. That's two different things, right? Um, For the listeners that don't live in, like, the Houston area, Humble is, uh, I'm not going to say a a richer neighborhood, but it's pretty it's middle rich. class. Yeah, it's middle class. middle class. It's middle class. So some people got money, but for the majority of people, it's middle class, right? Middle class, right? Yeah, we wasn't middle class, bro. And um, I remember I was wearing these shoes, bro. They was FUBUs, bro. <laughs> FUBUs, bro. I think the mugs only cost about $15, $20, bro. Bro, I busted them mugs up, bro. Like, had yeah, holes, in <laughs> holes in them, bro. I remember, like, the sole was coming off, bro. The sole was coming off, and I had to duct tape them, bro. Like, this some real-life movie stuff, bro. I had to duct yeah. tape them, bro. Yeah. And I used to see everybody had, like, you know, new stuff, new clothes, new shoes. Had Jordans, all Nikes. Had it all, bro. Adidas was big at the time, you yeah. know. Had it all, right? And, um, bro, the, the only thing, you know, what I learned from the situation, bro, is everything is just materialistic, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? Because even at that time, bro, Everything is materialistic, right? Everything. That's important for people to know, bro. Everything is materialistic. But even at that time, bro, I might have wanted, like, new Nikes or new Jordans or something like that. Oh, I got a lot of Jordans now because I could get them mugs. You know what I'm saying? I got them now. But, bro, back in the day, right, when you was feeding off your um your family income, at that time, bro, the only thing I wanted was a new pair of FUBUs, bro. I was like, I just don't want to go to school with some duct tape on my shoes, right? Didn't even care about the brand. I wasn't going to wear sketches, though. I'm not even going to front. I had enough of them things back in elementary school, bro. Hey, hey, I I have a confession. I'm sorry, you finished? I'm sorry. Yeah, bro, that's pretty much all I had to say. You know, the, the main thing I learned out of that situation, you know, that everything is materialistic, you know, just yeah. how you view it. How you view it. That's facts, 100% facts. Um, I was going to say I have a confession to make while we're on this topic. Um, seventh grade at Delcy, school up in Jersey. I wore some Uspas the first day of school, y'all. <laughs> bro, not <laughs> Yo, I, I had to make a confession, bro. I got to make a confession, bro. Them Jones. And I wore them Jones probably about the first three or four months, too, man. It was the only shoes that... Um, you know, at the time we could afford. So uh, I feel you on that. I feel you on that, bro. But, uh, you know, like you said, everything is materialistic at the end of the day. You know, and that's that's one of the things with social media. That's one of the aspects I don't like of social media is the materialistic side. It's like everything. So, some people put on the front to show, like, they have the materials. And I'm like, okay, like, that's, that's cool. That's what you want to do, but... I, now it's like starting to become a cultural thing and you hear it like you said in music and raps like music ain't even music anymore they're just talking about what they're wearing i'm like bro like yeah bro and depending on on um you know where you grow up what city you live in bro you can really be influenced by that you know we we from houston just to sit you know everybody want to be flying houston 
everybody they'll zero their bank account to be fly yeah yeah you know that's, that's the truth crazy stuff bro but that's the truth that's, that's the truth. truth hey uh are you thankful and i know the answer to this already are you thankful for the sports experiences that you've had and if so well, which ones most most definitely bro you know throughout sports bro first off i'm sorry yeah. i don't need to cut you off tell them what sports you played first okay i'll let them know um i played basketball i've ran track and just so the audience know i'm nice with the hands real nice with the hands did a little boxing here and there but but Game you don't league. yeah boxing ain't something you play that's not nah, a sport. you don't play box nah, nah it's a sport but it ain't something you play yeah it ain't something you play yeah it ain't something you play bro any any, any comeback sport ain't that ain't nothing you play you got a real life do that but um anyway man but yeah my my best experiences came with track yeah definitely track bro and the only reason i say track because bro we went to tassie the high school i'm i'm behind it to the audience i ain't like them coaches you know, I didn't care too much for Coach Brown. I didn't care too much for Coach Martin. You ain't got to say names. You ain't got to say names. Yeah, we do. This is an authentic podcast, bro. We don't. I don't care too much about Coach Martinez, bro. But I just didn't like their care, their character, and what they stood for. You know. But um, the best experience I ever had, bro, was track, bro. Because you get a mixture of coaches, right? Mm-hmm. You got the track coach. You got Coach Simmons, Coach Carter. Then you got the football coaches. The only one that I knew from track was uh, Coach Nichols, right? Shout out Coach Nichols. Shout out to Coach Nichols, bro. That's a real dude right there. Yeah. And uh, I, I used to, I used to mess up a lot in high school, you know, talking too much in class or not, not turning in assignments on time, man. Coach Nickel, Coach Carter, and Coach Simmons always made sure I was doing what I was supposed to, even I wasn't, even though I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. Yeah. So I'm definitely thankful for um for those three coaches, man. What sure. about you, Dean? Tell them how you was a um football football star. Nah, bro, nah, bro. I, a lot of people don't know, but the first sport I really played was tennis. I played that joint for seven years down in South Florida and um, used to compete in tournaments, was even ranked. I uh, I love tennis. Uh, and so I fell in love with football. And uh, from that point, it was kind of over. But, but anyways, um, yeah, I played tennis, football, and track. And um, <clears throat> I would say the thing I'm most thankful for is the experience and camaraderie of uh, hanging out with my football football family and football brothers. Um, it's something about having, you know, I I was raised with all females. I have only sisters. And so um, it's something about that camaraderie of having your brother's back that really stuck with me. You know, um, it was that as well as discipline and related to it, uh, it kind of relates to discipline, but also working out, you know, going into the weight room realizing once you go into that rape room it's not a joke anymore you have one assignment to get in and to get out you know mm-hmm. shout out coach glow because i mean he, he taught me that for real um but yeah i mean 
those are probably the biggest things I took away from my sports experiences. But um, yeah, I mean, th there's something to be learned from from any sport that you play. I just think uh, it's it's dependent on the sport. But I mean, you could be thankful in different ways for all sports. So, but, yeah, bro, uh, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, right? We're not gonna go too deep into this this topic or this conversation, but Dean. Didn't know about it, bro. I went mm -hmm. through a little situation back in 2019, kind of like mid 2019, right? But I want to say I'm thankful for my brother Dean and my boy Dajan for sure. Cause I went through, hey, shout out to my boy Dean and Dajan. But basically, you know, to give y'all a background of what happened, I'm not going too deep into it, but um, I was in a situation, you know with somebody for for a few years you know and we ended up you know splitting and going our separate ways and i had went through it went through it hard and um shout out to dean shout out to dajan shout out to my aunt you know they kept me sane you know kept me on the right track dean made sure i stayed in the gym even though I went from doing like uh push pull legs to doing full body two times a week or something, I was still in the yeah. gym. Yeah. Hitting them squats, bench press. Yeah. Uh, deadlift. They call them the deadlift and candlesticks. Yeah. Oh, them candlesticks will get you right. Get you right. But shout out to Dean for making sure I, I kept my um my physical health intact. And um I wanna make another I wanna I wanna say, you know. Something else that I'm thankful for, bro. My fifth grade teacher, Miss Vincent, right? And my that was my English teacher, right? I, well, I guess in um and um fifth grade, what they call it, like Rila, something like that, something of mm -hmm. that sense. And then my tenth grade avid teacher, Miss Archie, bro. So, like I said, bro, Miss Vincent, bro. Bro, she knew she knew the situation I was going on at home that I had going on, you know, outside of school, based off what I was writing and my and my stories. Right at the time, I used to call them star. They call it tax now in Texas, but we used to have to write little essays and stuff, right? And she she pulled me aside one day, bro. One second. I didn't call Siri. I don't know why it popped up. You know. Technology. Technology, man. But um, but yeah, I used you know I used to write stories that um a normal fifth grader wouldn't write at all. You know, it was, it was basically stuff based off like violence, deeper violence like like shootings, killings, um abandonment, you know, abuse and stuff like everything that I seen when I was young, right? And um I remember she pulled me aside, bro, one time and she was just like are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I was lying like a motherfucker. I was not okay. But I told her I was cool, you know? And then um, she asked me about my stories I wrote, right? And I couldn't lie to her, bro. She had like, is this stuff that you experienced? She said, is this stuff that you have experienced, right? And I said, yeah. And she said, are you still experiencing it? I told her, yeah. I couldn't lie to her, bro. And um, bro, from that day on, I remember we had fifth grade graduation, and she said, "Um, I'm gonna always be in contact with you, right?" 
that was a fact because in sixth grade when I got kicked out of Abbott for fighting. Oh yeah, when I got kicked out of Abbott for fighting, she called me the next day. She called the school the next day and checked up on me. She she was so mad, bro. I ain't never felt so bad in my life. And then Miss Autry, man, um, same situation with Miss Vincent, bro. She um noticed noticed the good in me, right? Off the rip, you know. You know, usually when people are down, I'll, I know I'm always trying to make people feel better and stuff like that. And um bro, one day I wasn't in the mood, bro, and I was wilding. And, but she was not going for none of that, bro. I wasn't trying to do work. I wasn't trying to present anything. But she was not going for none of that, bro. She told me to come to come to um come see her after school. So I did, right? Which it didn't really matter. I had to wait 40 minutes for my mom to pick me up anyway. So I went and seen her, you know what I'm saying? We talking. And then she like, you know, she asked me, bro. And yeah. I ain't never brought this up to her, bro. She was like, Ken, what happened to you when you was younger? I said, said, what you mean? She said, what happened to you when you was younger? You experienced something because you're not like anybody else that's in this classroom, right? You know, so I said that we talked, you know. But yeah, bro, see, um, excuse me, bro. But yeah, bro, Miss Vincent and Miss Autry, bro, I'm really thankful for them. I still talk to them to this day. Shout out to them. See, bro, and and that's, that's what this podcast is all about. Like, it's all about collectively trying to improve and build one another up, not only males, but females as well. Like, what Miss Vincent and what Miss Audrey did, like, that's love. That's showing love. You know, um, what our other boy Dajan did whenever you were down, that's, that's love. Like, and we got to do that whenever one of our homies, whenever one of our friends are like this, because there's some people who are, uh, you know, they just want to keep on, keep on moving forward. But it's like, it's not, bro. You you have to stop and you have to see what's up because, I mean, that actually matters, bro. People's mental health matters. It's actually Mental Health Month. You it know, sure it's Mental Health Month, and so it's like, man, we 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 got to get better at uh at checking in on one another, and um, yeah, man, and you know now since. Since we're on, uh, we didn't actually discuss this, but I actually have, I think I have one more question for you, Cam. What's up? Um, are you thankful for, uh, are you thankful for your exes? Ooh. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. One in particular, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. One in particular, bro. You gonna okay. ask me why? why hey, I, I mean, I'll wait for it. I'm be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um. Yeah, bro. Um. First and foremost, bro, we got to get out this notion of down in our exes, bro, and talk crap about them when when um when shit don't go your way, you know. And um and I I I'm speaking of this from experience, right? You can ask Dean, you can ask anybody I know. I ain't never once disrespected or talked bad about my exes, not one time, not one time. But um, yeah, bro, the one the one in particular, bro, like, bro, I can't even um you know begin to explain the amount of you know the impact that she actually had on my life, bro. 
during and after, bro. Like, bro, I just remember, like, before I was with her, right, just going through life emotionalist, right? Nigga didn't know. I ain't know what love felt like. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't, I definitely didn't know what love felt like coming from a, a woman, right? Shit, I ain't know what it felt like coming from a man, bro. But like, she helped me feel again, bro. No, no, like, no bullshit, bro. She helped me feel again, you know. And um, shout out to her mama, too, bro. That was the first time I ever felt like, well, I ain't gonna say the first time, bro, because I'm not gonna disrespect my aunt, but coming from like a mother, a mother figure, that was the first time I, I ever felt that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, the way like she used to check up on me, make sure I'm good, you know what I'm saying, feed me and all that good stuff, but. Yeah, man, I'm definitely, I'm definitely thankful for my ex, bro. That experience has helped me prevail a lot in life, especially afterwards, especially afterwards. I would say for me, um, I would say I'm thankful for the experiences because I've never, um, I'm just saying I'm thankful for the experience. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. But, you know, I was able to learn something from every single one of the, the relationships that I've had, you know, because it's always it's always taught me something moving forward. You know, I've always learned something about that person or maybe even that type of person. And maybe I'm saying like, oh, okay, like it's kind of helped me plan better for the future and, you know, the type of woman I want in the future. So, uh, I would say I'm, I'm thankful for my exes in, in that regard. So in that regard, mm-hmm. so, bro, I mean, bro, I feel like, I feel like we talked a lot today, you know, I feel like we, we definitely, the audience got a, um, the listeners definitely got to look into our background. You know, we ain't go yeah. too, we ain't go too in depth into it, but they got a little taste, you know. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, guys. This is a collective effort. Um, we want you guys to come along and experience this podcast with us. You know, we wanna we want y'all to come along and, and watch us grow. You know, we want to see y'all grow as well. And so, um, like like this video, please um, subscribe to our channel, please. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we're just trying to grow. So, um, Cam, do you have anything else? Man, just to caveat off what Dean said, you know, make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The links will be down below. And um, I just got to shout out my brother Justin one more time because that graphic was crazy. Shout out to Justin. Shout out to Justin, man. Make sure y'all follow his personal account. Make sure y'all follow his um clothing his, brand. His, yeah, his clothing brand too. Yonders, that's him and Caleb. And make sure y'all follow his I guess you could say arts and graphic um Instagram page. So if y'all need any any designs done, you know, any logos, any graphics, you know, get at my boy Justin, man. And it's WOSB Prince. Sorry, I should have yep. shouted that out at the beginning of the episode. WOSB Prince. We're gonna leave uh the tag in the description below as well. Absolutely, man. We appreciate we appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. We out. Yes, sir. This is a collective effort.